Hello, welcome to Flicks. Uh, my name's Daniel Swan. This is episode 51, in which myself and my lovely wife Tiffany B discuss the uh, five films nominated for Best Picture that we haven't done a solo flicks for. Um, so we do have five films to get through. Try and do it quickly, but it does take a while. Forgive us and enjoy. is I, well I've already done the introduction so we can't waste any time about that, it's got to be efficient Jesus, um, we have already uh, recorded one version of this that just didn't work, it just didn't work because <laughs> the fucking microphone was playing fucking silly buggers, wasn't it? It was. Was. So um, so we did full on exhaustive, expansive enlightening, feature length slash between feature podcast length absolutely Certainly, surely. Yeah. Um, of Arrival, Moonlight, La La Land, and Manchester by the Sea. Yes. All best picture noms, because yes. we pick only the best to review. Mm. Um, but that's all these five best picture nominated films um, that, that we haven't, we haven't talked about at all. Although I have done reviews of all of them uh, on my Instagram feed, um, at Palugin, P-A-L-O-O-G-I-N. Give me a follow, give me a like, give me a... Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we're just going to barrel through them. We're going to do a roundup of the rest. A roundup, that's a good, yeah, that will probably be used as the title of the episode. A roundup, Woody's roundup of the... F- oh, oh, you've written it down and underlined it in your notebook. So that's why you've said that. And we've done them in um, alphabetical order, which I thought was an incredible thing, but apparently it's just the way that you read them out to me. So uh, there's that. So I'm going to kick off. Let's do it. This is going to be... I mean, I suppose it may delve into spoilers at some point. Yes, I think it will. But where possible, I think we'll try and kind of not, you know, dissect the endings or whatever. So hopefully somebody who hasn't seen the films will not find them, you know... Because there are certain things, I think, that are kind of fairly guaranteed. Yeah. Um, in terms of films, just from watching the trailers. Okay. Certain films are going to end happily. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So, It wouldn't okay. be a spoiler to say, oh, yeah, and then James Bond wins, because you, you, you know... You get that. You, you sense that that's the way... Okay. That's where the film's going to go. But in terms of maybe specific plot points from the end of films, if we can try and avoid them, do you think we can? I, yeah, I'll try. I think we can. Well, it's at least anything that isn't a historical uh, thing and therefore could be looked up anyway. It's okay. a matter of public record. Okay. <laughs> um, so, fences. Uh, Do your then. Go on, you go first. Okay, um, so fences was, for me, and this is going to be... This, I feel like I'm not as good at these as you are, which is annoying because I came up with the I found this idea. really hard. Go on. Um, so I said that fences... The producer's pitch is that it's Dogville meets Bad Lieutenant, colon, wow. Port of New Orleans. I've not seen either of those films. Yes, you have. Yes, I've seen one, one of, of those, those films. films. Which one have I seen? You've seen Bad Lieutenant. Oh, yeah. Bad Lieutenant was that 
terrible, terrible Nicolas Cage film where he is a oh, cop yeah. and he's mental off his face wow, on drugs. Wow, that's really offensive. Um, to <laughs> and uh, I think Exhibit is in it as well, which means that it must be good. Um, so the reason for this, Bad Lieutenant, because it follows a protagonist that is very unlikable, I think. Yeah. Where the central character of your film, the, the the character with whom you spend the vast majority of the time, um, is a guy that I wouldn't particularly like in real life. And I think that makes it a very difficult sell mm. as a film. I think you're right. I mean, he has a lot of flaws, but he's also very charming. Yeah. You know, very kind of... Um what's that word like magnetic yeah he's 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 the worst kind of bully at school yeah. the bully that also makes you laugh yeah you're like oh well yeah you're kind of funny but you're kind of a dick you're a dick and you're funny yeah okay and what was the first one Dogville now Dogville is uh, an experimental avant-garde film um, made by Lars von Trier um, in the mid 90s with Nicole Kidman and a few other people where basically it's a film that is all shot like a play okay. so um, oh, okay. it's a film that's shot on a on a single single kind of area I guess a, a kind of production like a shooting stage of some kind mm-hmm. and the the walls are just drawn on the ground of like this is what this set is and this is what this set is and really? very minimum wow. props and so yeah so one scene will be taking place spatially right next to another scene even though they might be you know, miles apart, and I think the actors are all there at all times and stuff. So it's very much like a kind of experimental. Yeah. You know, if the actors are into it, do you need to have, the you know, kind of physical. actual physical sets and actual physical whatever in order mm. to get on board with the story? That isn't necessarily so much, you know, the, what, happens, what in happens in this film, but it's just because this film is a play. Yes. Yes. They so, say it's a film. Yes. But it's a play. Yes. Completely agree. So I think for mine, yeah. diving into mine, that I may have cheated somewhat. But what? I'm just, I just no don't. No cheating, I just please, don't even Tiffany. care. I just don't even care. Oh my care. gosh. Um, so I have picked that Fences is like. Here we go. Look at this uh, cheeky smile. No, no. Of, <laughs> my, of Mice and Men. Okay. Meets Moonlight. Uh, the reasoning is that uh, so Of Mice and Men I know it's not a play originally sure but it has it has a very kind of I feel like maybe it's just because I know it as a film and a play okay more than I do know it as a book okay I think I read the book after I'd seen the play and the film oh right okay and so for me it has that same kind of thing that this film has which is that it's very kind of Stagey, limited locations. Yeah, yeah, and it follows kind of two men, or really mainly one, but two men. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's this kind of in that film and in this, there's this brotherhood of like one man who's kind of you know the brains and the mm-hmm. whatever in charge, and the the brother who is or the, you know the friend in, yeah. of mice and men who is kind of mentally retarded, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, there's that, and mm-hmm. then there's also that. I think it shows a quite a flawed man as the main character, mm-hmm. and I feel like I know the timing. I, actually, I say I know the timing. I don't know the timings, but they feel like similar eras. 
I don't would think, think they're so. not. I think they're but, men's <clears throat> earlier. Yeah, I would think so as well. But I feel like they are showing a kind of transient time for the characters. Okay. Um, in terms of society. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the characters, I guess, muddling through that. Interesting. And then for Moonlight, I yeah. think... Um, Black. Uh, well, yes, in that it has like a, a, main, a male black protagonist. Obviously, there's no indication of being gay in yeah. this in Fences. Um, but I don't know. I feel like it kind of, it's, yeah, very much, I guess, about black society, mm-hmm. black families, black problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it addresses those kind of really head on. Yeah. And it's not really like, this is black people in the context of white people mm. or this is black people in the context of this or that or yeah. you know struggling against white people and you know there's it's not about that it's not about black and white it's just about black yeah and i feel like it it's having those issues and those telling those stories of where they live and how they live and their families and their interactions and everything yeah. very kind of head on interesting so that nice. was my thing yeah i yeah i'd agree with that i think that's uh, yeah, interesting. As with so many of these producers' pitches, um, you say them first off and you just think, what? Yeah. <laughs> but then the explanation is because it's taking certain elements yeah, from both of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So what are you, what's your delving straight in then? Because, you know, we're at 10 minute. minutes already. So, um, what is What are your five? My what are your five, five points? points? I should yeah. just go through them? Smash through them, yeah. Okay. My number one ne- negative for this film is it's not a film. Sure. It's a play. <laughs> <laughs> it's a play being filmed on a film set. <laughs> the thing that I like least about this steak is that it's a lamb chop. <laughs> that was, for me, <laughs> the fact that it's a portobello <laughs> mushroom was just, means, well, it's not a burger, is it? Anyway. Absolutely. No, yeah, that's It's true. not a play. I mean, it's not a film. No. It is a play. Yeah. Um, it's not been adapted enough, mm-hmm. so that's the real issue for me. Yeah, I um, have the same one in terms of, I, I put it as lazy direction. Because especially... It's lazy the, adaptation. Yeah. I don't know if it's lazy direction. Based, especially based on the fact that it was, uh, it had a long run on Broadway. Yeah. With pretty really much well. the same cast. Yeah. So it's like they're just sitting around one day thinking, fucking hell, if we just film this... Everyone can see it. We could be quids in. Oh, yeah. my God. Awards and stuff. In fairness, I haven't seen the play. No. So it could be very different to the play. The pl- I mean, it cuts out the whole kind of space battle from the play. But, yeah, yeah it's like it just... It looks so much like a play. Yeah, That it does. you kind of feel like, well, it can't be that different. Yeah. It can't be. No. And then, which leads on to my other negative, which is that... It has too many monologues, mm. like too many moments where Denzel is just talking mm. for like quite large periods of time. Yeah, where you're kind of unsure, like, are you talking to me? Are you talking to yourself? Are you talking to the other people in the mm. room? Like, and it's just it feels indulgent. It yeah. feels like quite indulgent in a kind of almost Shakespearean way, which again is like a play. Yeah. Um, and so I think those two points are kind of linked. Yeah. But for me, there were periods, as much as Denzel is this kind of charismatic, yeah. magnetic figure. If you're going to have someone talking actor, for a long time, yeah, of course. he's got that cadence and that. Yeah. Of, yeah. He isn't in, engaging. Yeah. But it's, it was too much. It's, and it's it's probably the, because he directed himself, right? Yeah. It's like you need someone to say, hey, like that's great. 
but we need to edit that down yeah. or we need to cut this out a little bit or whatever. Yeah. So for me, that was a little bit too much. Yeah. Um, it's finally the film that has shown you... Can, you can I mean, have can too you, much of a yeah, Can you ever have too much Denzel talking? <laughs> yes, you can. Yeah. Watch Fences. Um, and then my other points are quite simple, I think. Uh-oh. So two of my plus points belong to two different actors in the film. Sure. One being Denzel, who, mm-hmm. as much as I've just criticised him, is is very good. Yes. Very believable. Yeah. Very good at being this kind of flawed man who who is easy to dislike, mm-hmm. but has a kind of a vulnerability to him as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's very much a kind of broken man. He's mm-hmm. very much a man that is kind of uh, struggling. Yeah. really feel the struggle um, and he's like yeah struggling with pride he's struggling with like forgiveness it seems mm-hmm. he yeah he's very yeah it's very endearing to watch in terms mm-hmm. of the way he acts you think wow Denzel's amazing so yeah I think he was amazing I think he's really good if he'd been cut down a little bit yeah. it would have been great and then Viola Davis yes who was just brilliant I thought yeah like I mean she always is yeah she is but in this film I just thought she was so like raw the emotions that she had were so raw like she just kind of gave into them yeah and it was really like yeah you did kind of feel like and in her Mm. outburst it was as it would have been like an outburst that's been building up for fucking 25 years or whatever yeah like this is everything's just been kept in yeah and now she's finally letting it out yeah along with all her snot yeah Mm. yeah and so I just thought those they were both brilliant and held the whole thing together and held it to be really interesting there were other actors that were very good in it also but those two were you know obviously the main parts but really really notably good and then my last plus point was just about I thought it addressed loads of issues like it was issue ridden Mm -hmm. in terms of like I said before like black issues black families black men Mm -hmm. um, working class issues feminist issues um, father son issues Mm -hmm. like loads of things just bleeding through like adultery Mm -hmm. you know children adoption of children like Mm -hmm. it was just there was a lot going on Um, and I thought it addressed them all in the way that I love films to address issues which is to just raise questions to you just yeah. be like this is happening and to not say is that oh good? my god this <laughs> is a film about blah yeah. blah it's like yeah here's some things that are going on what have a chat think? about them if you yeah. want yeah like very kind of good at initiating some thoughts and, and sparking something yeah that was one of mine as well that it was like we talked about the film for ages afterwards I feel yeah. like like all night just, yeah. oh and then there was this bit and then there was this yeah, bit yeah what which do you is, think about this it's, it's difficult to dismiss a film that is that has that kind of power yeah um, and that kind of interest in it yeah so it's yeah and, and it's it's what makes it quite difficult for me to, to have a go at the, the script as much as I'm about to um, but it was because I imagine it is a fantastic play. Yeah. It yeah. seems like it would be yeah. a, a wonderful play, very thought-provoking, and, and the things that jar in a film, in terms of the long speeches and blah, 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 you kind of get away with more in a play, because yeah, yeah. you're more set up to expect that kind of thing. Yeah. They're more kind of tropey when it comes to, to plays as opposed to film. Um, so, yeah, just anything that, that can kind of spark the, the kind of conversation, yeah. the amount of conversation that we had I think can't be a bad thing yeah. I also think Viola Davis was fantastic 
Um, yeah. And if she, she's nominated for Best Supporting Actress, yeah. she doesn't win it, then that's then we riot. <laughs> um, uh, direct, lazy direction in terms of the adaptation, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I didn't. Uh, um, I thought it was too long. Yeah, far too long. I think again, what you can get away with in a play, you can't really get away with in a film because it was just talking. Yeah, it's in this, it was in a similar way to like documentaries. Like if you watch a, a documentary that's more than an hour and a half unless it's a very good documentary, mm. there's a little bit of overload because most of a documentary is talking and most Being of this was talking. Yeah. Whereas with a film, you get periods of quietness and kind of downtimes, yeah. and, and there was none of that here. Yeah. Whereas in a play, obviously you get an interval. Yeah. Whereas this, there was no interval. It was just like, now more Denzel talking. Now what happened to you when you were a kid, Denzel? Talk about yeah. your dad, Denzel. Talk about this woman, Denzel. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that I didn't like. And I didn't like the brother. The, I know the retarded brother. Yeah, really. I think it's. I know it's difficult. It's very, very difficult to have a character like that and feel like it's not manipulative in some way or mm. whatever. But I just, yeah, it, it it just felt to me like a kind of weird, not comedy bit, but just a weird like in what is a very, very serious, very earnest mm. thing. Um, but yeah, that to, is very serious and very. Um, I know, but I, there was something about it that just jarred with me. Maybe it was the performance. Maybe it's the, maybe it's the the yeah. Maybe it was the performance. The idea of a, a, a kind of an actor doing I don't know. There was something about it that I, I I didn't like. But then maybe it's well I don't know. Playing devil's advocate, is it just that you are uncomfortable with? Maybe. That kind of disability, it makes you feel uncomfortable. You don't know what to do with it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It just, yeah, it felt a bit kind of Forrest Gumpy. Yeah, like, so you used it oh, like manipulative. A little bit, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I think there's there's a way to have him be, have some kind of, you know, because I understand it was a plot point in terms of the guilt that he has about his brother yeah, and that yeah. he's a bit of a shit and blah, blah, blah. But there was different ways of portraying it, I think, mm. than having the kind of rambling kind of befuddled mm. um, mentally handicapped guy okay I don't know so what did that end up for you then I lost count so for me it was three out of five but I feel like that's a really harsh view of my overall enjoyment of it but mm. sticking with the system three out of five well for me it was a two out of five. Oh wow really yeah really yeah interesting because I yeah because I... you came out of that film and really liked it I didn't really like it. I liked it more than I thought I would like it. Oh, okay. See, like, from it being a play, I thought I would dislike it more. But oh. I, it, it I thought you were good. very complimentary. But, okay, fair enough. System um, says? System says two out of five. Okay. And who are we to argue with the I system that I made up? pretty harsh. Ago? Really? Yeah. I felt three out of five was harsh, so two out of five is like, whew. But anyway, that's fair. That's your opinion. Yeah. Let's shall we move on? I think it would just annoy me if that one things best picture. Yeah. yeah. Acting absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it raises the the difficult question of the screenplay as well that that's yeah. nominated but I'll talk for another half an hour if I can talk about that. Oh, Axel Ridge. Yes. Um, so go on. For me it was Saving Private Ryan meets God's Not Dead. So funny because <laughs> I almost did that exact thing. I did Save and Private Ryan because yeah. it's a really obvious comparison. Yeah. Uh, meets Noah. <laughs> oh, I like that. Because 
I felt there was this kind of central character who felt he was guided by God. Yeah. And that, yeah, so that's really it. And, and it I, was war meets God, really. War meets what God. We're saying. It's God versus war. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Yeah, um, I've, I've, yeah, yeah. I, I would agree with that. And because it's Mel Gibson directing it, um, it's very, that I feel like that was, yeah. they hit that pretty hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's obviously it's the story of the, the guy who goes to war, but he's a conscientious objector, doesn't want to take a life, doesn't even want to pick up a gun, which we may talk about in a minute, um, and ends up saving a load of people. Yeah, kind of being like a doctor, yeah, medic type, and then has this kind of one moment of saving a night of saving like a, a bajillion like people, close to a hundred people, something like that. Yeah. yeah, so it, I mean, it's insane. Yeah, but and like real life numbers, not yeah, yeah, inflated yeah. at all, which yeah. is crazy. Um, so that's yeah. So those are our producers' pitches. Let's dive in. What did you think? <clears throat> so um, I'll just fly through my points. I thought the good things about it were Andrew Garfield's acting was very good, I thought. Yes. He's very he's very likable. Very likable, um, very earnest. Yeah. Like in the beginning he's a bit of a goon. He's yeah. a bit of a grinning, you know Yeah. Whatever, but he's very likable with it. Yeah, you're like, I can get on board with this. Yeah. I can see how that woman would like him. Yeah. You know, I There's can see why people like him. Yeah. He has that kind of earnest optimism yeah. that you can't help but like. Yeah. Um, and I know that's the character, but also I feel like that really came from Yeah, and if it him. didn't, if he didn't have that kind yeah. of earnestness, yeah. a lot of it would fall flat. Yeah, it would have been, like, tough. Yeah. Um, I thought also my other positive was that it's very... I thought the, the war scenes were really good mm-hmm. um, in that I thought they were very realistic mm-hmm. without being too kind of... Um, obnoxiously gory you know like some films can really be like yeah well this is Mm -hmm. war so see somebody's head get blown off that's what you see but this was like it was like being in the trenches and stuff but you know in the heart of the war but I thought it was very good in its portrayal of the fact that war is just death and destruction yeah like on both sides yeah people are dying all over the place Mm. um, horrifically and painfully and you know, in my opinion, unnecessarily, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. But I thought it was very realistic portrayal of war and, mm-hmm. and really kind of made me feel like, wow, war is crazy. <laughs> like, all of these people are dying. Like, yeah. it's insane. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, just, I don't know. It just made me, you know that, but then when you watch something like this and you think, oh, my goodness. Yeah. What madness. But anyway, okay, so I thought that was really good. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and then I have a few that I didn't like. I thought uh, the character's motivation and reasoning for what he was doing and his actions was really tough for me to understand. Yeah. Like him, I understand not agreeing with war. I don't agree with war myself. Mm -hmm. But then it felt like he was kind of being contrary. Yeah. He was like, well, I'm going to go to war but I'm not going to fight. And they're like, well, you know, you kind of have to do that because that's what war is. (laughs) And he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And so you're kind of like, I don't know, part of me was like, well, couldn't you have found some other way to contribute? Yeah. Like, and it just felt like he was being contrary and and kind of a little bit holier than thou. Very much so. And it just felt a little bit like, oof, I'm finding it hard to get behind this person and understand them. Massively, yeah. Um, so... Yeah, because yeah. it was, yeah, it was like, 
oh my god, I, I wanted to sign up for war and then refused to hold a gun. Yeah. And they're just putting all these barriers in my way. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, because that's what fucking war... Yeah, you know, like, what do you expect? Yeah. Um, like and also, the, you're putting people at dan- in danger. Yeah. That was the main thing that's really hard to understand is... And I think... Um, what's his face? Big, tall... Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn said. Like... <laughs> Big Tall um, Vince. Big Tall Vince was saying, and he had a point, Big Tall Vince. <laughs> he was saying, um, what was he saying? He was saying, You're, you know, this, this team or this squad or whatever they call them um, is only as strong as your weakest link. And he's yeah. your weakest link because he can't protect you. Yeah. And not, again, I don't agree with war. I don't think you should kill people for these reasons. Yeah. Or at all, but you know, like it's true. Like you're putting these other people at risk, and and you can't. I don't know. It felt selfish, yeah. and I, I struggled then with that. Yeah. Because much as I like Andrew Garfield, much as he was earnest, I was like, you're kind of being contrary and kind of a dick to yeah. the people that you're with. You're putting their lives at risk. Yeah. Um, and so it's like well, why are you doing this it's like because I want to I feel like I have to yeah. contribute yeah. it's like well just we'll you know there's lots of doing. ways you can yeah. contribute and so I, I think that's a really big point I guess um, that yeah. I really found that hard um, and then the main scene where he's rescuing lots of people I just found that a bit dry yeah like a bit repetitive and we were saying, weren't we? It's very it must be very difficult to yeah. think. Well, how do you show somebody doing something like over and over dozens and over. of times yeah. and not make it boring? Yeah, and they didn't work out yeah. how to do that. Yeah, it was. It's yeah. It's definitely a tough thing to do. So I don't kind of really. I don't feel that kind of like. Hey, come on. Guys. Yeah. But equally, I did find it a little bit boring. Yeah. Um, and also, lastly, I found it a little bit predictable. Yeah. I just think he was too good. He was too yeah. infallible. Yeah. And it was too kind of like, well, of course he's going to rescue people. Of course he's going to win out the day. Of course everyone's going to say, I was wrong. You're amazing. You're the bravest man I've ever met in my life. Yeah. And I just felt a little bit like, oof. Yeah, I'd agree with that. It's it's the... Yeah, it's it's the, the person who causes a problem at the end and then everyone at the end having to be like oh no yeah we were, you wrong. were wrong you were right yeah, yeah. it's like I knew I'd be right I'm righteous God told me so yeah something mm. not that endearing about somebody <laughs> who is like that but what were your points um uh, protagonist motivation was a big one for me as well in terms of like like what are you doing like, yeah come on like I and I can I can get not wanting to kill people I can get, I just want to go over there and be a medic and just help people and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But to not even touch a gun yeah. feels like unnecessarily, like you say, awkward and, you know, okay. contrary. And just like, I can sort it out. Uh, very samey. I thought that both with him saving people and with the war stuff. As yeah. much as it was, you know, it makes the, as you say, it makes the, the point that war is futile and war is hell and blah, blah, blah. It's like you see one guy get shot in the head, and then you see another twenty guys get shot in the head, and mm. it's like, I, I, it's as a. I don't as know a, what to do with this. Yeah, as a, <laughs> as as a, a, a an audience of a film, I, there's only so much of this that I can kind of process. Yeah. After a while, I'm just like, oh, it's just like that other guy. Yeah. And especially the fact that there's the the kind of classic joining the army sequence where he's in the barracks. 
And like, hey, that's uh, that's Johnny, and this is Tony, and this is Barry, and this is Billy, and this is... And then you're like, well, I don't know who any of these people are. Yeah. And then a couple of scenes later, they're all getting shot. And yeah. it's like, but I, you're, it's like I you're expecting to... me to care about yeah. these people, but you haven't given me any kind of... Yeah. You know. Um, so that was tricky. Um, I, a positive, I thought that the tone of the beginning bit um, was really, really nice. I suppose that goes with Garfield's performance, but it was all, it was all quite kind of... It was very, it was almost saccharine. It was kind of like old fashioned old timey. Yeah. Everything was simple. Everything was kind of wholesome. Cutesy. And yeah, even though, you know, he's got a shitty dad and blah, 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 and other stuff going wrong. Mm. It, the, the, yeah, the tone did feel almost like a kind of, um, I don't know, like a kind of boy's own tale from, yeah. uh, from that era or like a kind of just William book or whatever. Yeah, it was all yeah. very kind of, you know, gung ho and all shucks and let's go and, and I thought that was really nice. Yeah. Um, it was a, a good, yeah. Hopefully, a tonal decision because it, it came across very well. Um, and then, yeah, at the end, I guess in a similar way to you, just the fact that everyone was like, "Well, we're not going to go into war, and we're not going to go on until he's had time to pray, because we're oh, all fucking yeah. super religious now, because we, you know, blah blah." Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, it's it's obviously just you know my yeah. issues with religion coming up, but that. Yeah, wow. I guess he almost becomes a Jesus-like figure, yeah. thing, which is why I pick Noah as the thing because yeah. it's like it's almost like people believe he has God in him. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. Um, and you know, whilst that kind of means positive things overall, yeah. It, that yeah, that's what it is. It's kind of like this almost supernatural. Mm. You know. And then it annoys me because then even in the they have little kind of interviews at the end with the real life guy before yeah. he died. And he's saying, well, it wasn't me at all. It was all God. And that annoys me. Yeah, it does. So I'm like, dude, it was you. You did an amazing thing. Yeah. A a kind of almost superhuman thing. Yeah. Like, take some fucking credit for it. Take some pride in it. Take some kind of, yeah, I did an amazing thing. Real strength of character. Yeah. Real kind of, yeah, ability to kind of fight through. So it wasn't me. People would just give up on. Yeah. All right, well, fuck off then. Well, that's fair. I I mean, that's his. Yeah. But it annoyed me. Um, but that wasn't one of the points. That was just a, a, an extra thing. But yeah, this is making me think that I was maybe too harsh on Fences because that was a two out of five for Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah. I enjoyed Fences a lot more. Yeah. So okay. let's say Denzel was a plus for that and the, let's get rid of the retard brother from Fences. Okay. So that was a three out of five and Hacksaw Ridge was a two out of five. What Same. was it for you? Two out of five? Yeah. Same Z's? Yeah. Yep. High five. Woo! Um, Hell or High Water. I think Hell or High Water, the story of Chris Pine and Ben Foster becoming bank robbers to get back at the bank that is shafting them in some way, uh, was like No Country for Old Men Uh-oh. meets Robin Hood. Oh, I was going to do that. Woo-hoo! But I did No Country for Old Men because it's really similar it's in like its a, tone. It's the, a kind of modern western kind yeah. of vibe to yeah. it. Yeah. Meets public enemies. Oh, a kind of, Dillinger. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Robin from the Rich. And, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's very similar. I did think mm. Robin Hood as well, but then I thought, I don't know why I didn't go with that. But yeah, because it's just yeah, people causing havoc to the establishment, but you're not on the establishment side at all. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you kind of like you know this is a bad person, but you kind of want them to win. Well, you totally want them to. Yeah. Win. Um, and you know that that's not really right, mm. but equally, you're like, well, what you're not, what the you know establishment's doing is not mm. really right. So yeah, fuck you, kind of. And it's kind of also got elements of heat in it as yeah, well. Yeah, I thought I was going to say heat as because well because then because you've obviously with Jeff Bridges, it's like you're kind of rooting for the 
yeah, yeah, cop as yeah. well. You're rooting for the guy, the bad guys, and you're rooting for the good guys. Yeah. In the kind of Pacino and De Niro way. And yeah. So I thought that was quite good. So yeah. it's a meets, meets, meets. Oh my gosh. Yeah, wow. Triple bill. Um, let's dive in. Go on then. Um, so, number one for me, very tense. Yeah. It had a, a lot of tension kind of going all the way through because it, it had that, that thing that some films have that if I was better at thinking of the X meets Y things, I would have put one in there. But there are certain films that set up a situation at the beginning mm. and they might as well just kind of have a big you know, title card come up at the beginning of the film saying, this is going to go badly. Like, <laughs> yeah. not, you know, this isn't going to end perfectly for yeah. the good guys. Yeah. Like, something's going to go wrong. This is, yeah. this is an, an inevitable downfall. Yeah. It's happening at some point, to some degree, in some way, but there's going to be some bad shit going on. Yeah. Which I guess is the same for every film because there's no story without drama. But mm. um, I thought this was very, very good in, in setting up that tension. You really got the sense that as much as these guys were robbing banks and they had a certain acumen and obviously Ben Foster, the crazy brother, mm. um, is you know, a bit more adept at it than Chris Pine. Like, you really get the sense that they kind of don't know what they're doing. It's oh, yeah, it's not absolutely. like Public Enemies where they've, they're have seasoned bank robbers and yeah. they know exactly what they're doing and they cut the wire and they do the thing and they take these people out because they're the ones that secretly call the police and blah, 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 blah. It's like they're just running in and chancing yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and plans are being made up along the way and all of this yeah. kind of stuff. So th- there's a lot of tension to, yeah, watching people who aren't particularly good try and get yeah. away with things. Yeah. Especially um, when there's quite high risk. Very high risk, yeah, yeah, when they're robbing banks. Especially in Texas, I thought that yeah. was good. To, <laughs> several, there's a lot of guns. A lot of around. guns from, yeah, you, you try and rob a bank in Texas and 80% of the people in there will be able to whip, whip out a gun. And, you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was very, very tense. Um, speaking of Ben Foster, he was my second plus point. I thought he was very ah, good. I just he, he really is, I think, one of those actors that he's very rarely the main guy. But whenever he shows up, he's always really, really good. Yeah. I can't remember thinking, uh, seeing him in, in something and not thinking, oh, Ben Foster was good in that, wasn't he? Yeah. He's, um, yeah. except for maybe X-Men 3, but a lot of people weren't good in X-Men 3. But um, yeah, I just think he's he's very good. And it's, it's, it's a difficult job, I think, to play a character like this character who's kind of crazy and yeah. kind of oh, yeah. a, a bad Completely, guy. Yeah. Of the two of them, he's the bad guy. Yeah. But still quite kind of endearing and... Yeah, complete but, loose cannon. Yeah. Like you see you you see it's not going to be a happy ending for him. Yeah. Like you, it can't be. Yeah. You can't be that kind of crazy. Yeah. And have a happy ending. Because yeah. you're too... You, society can't control you. Yeah. And so you, you, you fly off the road. It's almost like he wants it to be a bad yeah. ending. Yeah, yeah. He, he kind of... His life is kind of live fast die young type yeah. of thing yeah. yeah so if he got to be an old man he'd be like oh, I've done something what? wrong here yeah what's going on this is gone like, badly this isn't like I'm not going to sit down and have a cup of tea and watch some TV like I need to go shoot someone <laughs> um, so yeah I thought he was very very good um, I thought uh, and again it's difficult to go into without spoiling it but no it isn't really actually the ending mm. I thought was great yeah just in, in terms of... And I've, I feel like this is a, a thing for a lot of these kind of films, a lot of these kind of Oscar-worthy, best picture kind of films, is that a lot of them are a bit more kind of meandery. Yeah. And a bit more... Uh, it's, it's like a feeling. Yeah. It's not necessarily a story. Whereas this is... We're coming in, we're setting up a story, we're telling you a story, and then this the story ends. ends. Yeah. And as much as this kind of had... 
a, a sense of like there was you know maybe more to come yeah um it was yeah i i think really nice to have a, a, a very and it seems bad to be in a best picture type situation and have to commend a film for having an ending but um i i think a very clear a very clear cut yeah like this is the end and this is the and i I think it yeah kind of played out naturally and understandably and yeah very well um and effective bad guy i think one of my favorite things about um kind of big crazy comic booky films that i like Um, is that for years and years and years the go-to bad guys have been Nazis or occasionally for well I suppose for America it would be like Russians and Arabs and stuff yeah but I really like that now it's bank managers <laughs> yeah like you put a bank manager as a bad guy everybody yeah, gets on board yeah with it. Like, fuck that bank man they're yeah. real Taking shit our money yeah um, and I think they yeah, don't care having a yeah uh, if, if it had been a, a less effective bad guy you might have had it not found it harder sympathy. absolutely but yeah mm. banks are shits and it didn't need to do a lot in the film to to tell you that these banks were shits well, yeah, and so it allows you moment. to yeah kind of bring a lot of prior outside knowledge to the situation think yeah banks do this and banks do that and so I yeah. hate these guys yeah um, which I thought was effective yeah um Cool. Is that all your points? Uh, no, one no. more. It was pretty slow in the middle. Um, oh, as much yeah. as there was lots of quite gorgeous cinematography. You know? Yeah. And it was, yeah, because it's Texas, so it's all kind of rolling planes in this big kind of space and yeah. oh, wonderful stuff. Um, there was too much of it for me in the middle. That was just somebody kind of looking out pensive, mm. looking out across a beautiful sunset. Yeah. It's like, show that to me once, beautiful. Show that to me four times. I'm like, come on, guys, that's... Something happened. Reel it in. Yeah, I'll reel it in. Keep Talk it to in. Your editor, will keep you? it in your pants, mate. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so I think some of mine are similar to yours. Cool. So um, definitely, I think you've touched on this, but I thought it was a simple story, really yes. told very well yeah. through the characters that were living that simple story. Yeah. Which I think is really underrated, and I yeah. think that's kind of what you were saying as well, yeah. right? Like having an ending, having a story, having a structure, and and. It's rarer than you feel like it yeah, should be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fairly simple. Like, you know, if you were to write mm. out, like, so it's a film about these brothers who, you know, have issues with the bank and they start robbing banks and yeah. then blah, blah, blah. They decide to rob the bank to pay back yeah. the bank with their own stolen money. Exactly, yeah. And so it's pretty simple. Yeah. But it's, it's intriguing. The characters are all very interesting. Mm-hmm. Like you say, the brother, the main guy... Jeff Bridges, you're you're invested in all of them mm-hmm. um, and interested in all of them. So I think that that point is really more that it's a simple story told well. Mm-hmm. And I think that's I always love watching films that yeah. are like that or reading books or whatever that are just like this is a simple story, but don't you really want to listen to it? Yeah. Um, so I really like that. Um, I thought that there was a tragic kind of inevitability about it, which you've also yeah. said. Um, kind of links in with the, the simpleness of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that it's not going to end perfectly. Um, it's like a Shakespearean tragedy. The, the characters have two specific flaws that you yeah. know are going to be their downfall, and yeah. you just know it's going to happen. And you kind of watch it, and there's this kind of yeah. I guess it links with your point about being tense. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, it's going to happen, isn't it? It's going to yeah. happen, and it's almost like, is it? Oh, maybe it won't happen. Oh no, it's definitely. <laughs> Um, so there's something about that that's, that creates this kind of excitement yeah. in watching it. 
Um, I thought that the mood, I think you've touched on it maybe as a bad point, but as the visual kind of ness of yeah. it. I really love films and I feel like Texas does it really well mm. of where the environment really creates a mood. It's almost yeah. like a character. Yeah. The place that in which it's set becomes a character. And I think that for No Country for Old Men and I think mm. that for this film as well. Yeah. It's just, it's this whole, I don't know, mood creating place. I feel like, yeah, part of it is because it's obviously so synonymous with westerns yeah that you see those same kind of vistas yeah probably and you start applying the same kind of rules to it yeah um and you start thinking of like western films that you've seen that have similar character types or yeah you know it, yeah. it, it definitely kind of sets up that kind yeah of, and it has this kind of aridness yeah. about it dry and harsh harsh yeah um that feeds into it it kind of feeds into what you feel like that's what their lives have been. Yeah. Like harsh. Yeah. They've had to live in this harsh environment. They've Got had to, to live with this harsh. Yeah. Not die. Exactly. Like you kind of put a lot into the ground and you don't get a lot out of it. Yeah. Kind of like a metaphor for with the bank. Like you put yeah. a lot into it, but actually you're, what you're getting out isn't yeah. really equal to it. So it feels unfair. Yeah. Um, and then I thought the acting was really good. I've put, um, I didn't touch on Ben Foster actually, okay. but um, I thought Chris Pine and, Jeff Bridges were both really good. Yeah. Um, and I think the, the story really centres around them too. Yeah. Also Ben Foster. But um, I thought they both were really good. Yeah. I really enjoyed watching them both. Mm. Um, and again, it kind of links to my story, thing about the characters being really yeah. good. I think they both acted their parts really well. Mm. You believe them. You kind of empathise with them. And mm-hmm. Yeah, like you say, you kind <clears> of wanted <throat> both of them to win, even though you know yeah. that can't happen. Um, which you don't always get in a no. film. Not at all. So I thought it had a nice balance. And then what I didn't like about it, and you helped me with this point because I struggled to find things I didn't like about yeah. it, um, was that, yeah, the, the stuff about the bank was a bit confusing. I'm like, yeah. I get that they're screwing them over, but I don't quite understand why. Yeah, And that could, could just be me. Like, it might be that I'm not, you know, kind of familiar with those mm. kind of terms that they were using. Maybe it's because we're foreign and we don't yeah. understand the way, like, American language talks about certain things, um, potentially. But I was a bit like, I don't really understand. Yeah. It's a minor minus because I don't think it matters hugely. Yeah. But I would have liked to know. <laughs> yeah, because it's really just that one scene where they're talking to that lawyer guy. Yeah, and he's like, well, you need That's to do That's got to be a big kind of to... information dump. Yeah. Where it's like, well, this is... <laughs> This is the plot of the film. Yeah. Um, so just pay attention during this scene. Yeah. But um, yeah, like you say, you without even without that, you get enough to say, well, the bank have screwed them over, and so they need money, so they're robbing banks. Yeah. Like that's the broad strokes of it, but the yeah, the actual kind of mechanics of that. Yeah. Uh, were a little bit a little bit fuzzy, I think. Yeah. At times. Yeah. So for you. So for me, four out of five. I agreed. Well done. Oh my gosh. Is that three for three then? Yeah. Wow. Well, you changed yours to be the same as mine one. because you follow people, me. I don't think we'll have the same one for the next one. Oh. Hidden figures. Hidden figures. Okay. Figures. Let's do it. Um, it is like, I mean, this is pretty obvious, I think, and maybe not the most informative. It's like the help meets Apollo 13. Oh, wow, yeah, that is very obvious. Um, but very, <laughs> so obvious, don't No, you? but good, like, sometimes the obvious answer is a good yeah. one. Um, I was similar, I did The Help Meets Aaron Brockovich. I was going to say Aaron Brockovich, because it's like that kind of, yeah, because obviously The Help, you've got the 
you know, racism, and then Aaron Brockovich, you got the sexism. Yeah. I was thinking of that. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've been very similar on these this time. We're just like we're so like in tune. Okay. <laughs> so let's get started. Hit it. Um, what have you got? Okay. First point um, oh. is oh pretty obvious, I think, but. Um, a wonderful and the biggest plus I think of it is that it's a feel good story yes. and you know if you ever want to get me on board with a story tell a feminist story where women prove men wrong and I'll be there <laughs> like with bells day in. one <laughs> um, yeah and you just get behind it so much and you're just yeah. and it is inevitable but you still don't care because it just feels so good when it happens yeah and it's just like yeah 100% on board yeah like, yeah, I want them to win, and I love watching them win. Yeah, it's just a kind of. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it. I think I said in my review on Instagram, mm-hmm. it 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 feels like this a uh, kind of a classic, like biopic historical kind of. Film. It seems weird to say historical when it's like fifty years ago, but something that has actually happened yeah. of like a screenwriter fudging things around a little bit because it works out so perfectly. Of there's three women, one of them works on the rocket one of them works on the computers and one of them tries to get a degree yeah so they've all got their own kind of battles to battles fight. to fight and they're all very separate and then they all do them yeah and they all win yeah spoiler i mean it's come on it's not a spoiler at all yeah. but um yeah um but it's from little bits of research and stuff and little reading up about it it seems like that's exactly what happened you're like yeah. wow the, the writers must have been like when they found the stories, like Jesus Christ, this is, this is perfect. perfect. Yeah, this um, is made to be a film. Yeah, like it's like yeah, it's very cinematic. Yeah, very kind of. It's a great story. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah. Sorry, that was my first point. Nice. Um, I thought a similar kind of following on from that was that it was very well structured. Yeah. Um, and it had a really good pace to it. Yeah. It was one of those films that you feel like this is the first act. This is the second act and this is the third act. And that sounds like formulaic, but it's very satisfying to watch. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, that can probably get, be made to feel like it's, yeah, like you say, like it's a bad point. Yeah. That it was very kind of structured well. Like it's unoriginal or something. But it's like, that's why Star Wars is so, the first Star Wars is so much fun to watch. It's why Raiders of the Lost Ark is so fun to watch. Because it's like, it really, it ticks the boxes and it it plays into the, the kind of standard you know, crescendos and diminuendos of, of kind yeah. of what makes a really good story. Yeah, what makes you want to watch films. Yeah. Like... There's enough hardship in there to, to make it feel like it's yeah. earned. There's not so much that you feel like it's insurmountable. There's not not enough. So you think, well, this is just too easy. Yeah, in exactly. In the way of, like, with respect, like a kind of father of the bridey kind of Nancy Myersy kind of thing. Yeah. Because that's very, like, there's very little obstacles to overcome yeah whereas this has enough to yeah to make you really kind of feel it yeah want it they've overcome this they've won yeah yeah. good for that yeah so i think yeah that was made it really easy to watch and really enjoyable to watch Mm -hmm. um i think i thought it was really well acted as well yeah um i thought all of the three main women were really good yeah um, I know Octavia Spencer has a nomination, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought she was really good, but I actually thought the main lady, what's her name? Tar- Taraji P. Taraji. 
um, P. Hansen, that she was really good. Yeah. And she had the toughest gig, really. Yeah. You know, she had the main role, um, and uh, she had the, the biggest arc, really. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, I just really liked her. I yeah. just really liked her and was just so behind her. Yeah. You know, and I just think that was her job yeah. as an actor, was to be like, you know, I deserve this. You yeah. should believe that I deserve this. And I just think she did a really good job of that. And I don't know, I guess you could argue maybe it wasn't the most difficult role, you know? Mm. She didn't have to kind of, you know, in a Jackie kind of way, yeah. like break down and whatever. But I thought she uh, portrayed a kind of a real strength mm. um, that was very, very good to watch. And I, yeah, I thought she was really good. Yeah, I liked it that she was, yeah, she was the hero, but she wasn't clearly a hero she yeah. was like a nerd and, yeah she was a geek yeah. who is being forced into this situation where she's having to stand up for herself and maybe not yeah particularly like comfortable with that person. very quite very quite insular yeah um and yet she's been yeah forced to to take on this kind of hero role yeah just by virtue of how clever she is yeah um yeah and i will always i will always enjoy films where the clever people were, uh, yeah, the heroes because yeah. too often it's the other way around, yeah. And it's like the strong people or the, like, the physically gifted people are the heroes, yeah, and true. the clever people are there, but they're on they the just periphery. help out yeah. in the background. Yeah. I designed the you know, yeah, whatever that you use. It's yeah. like, yeah, but I used it, so I'm like, yeah. idiots rule the world, yeah, generally. But it's nice when the clever people have their moments, very much so. So, yeah, um, I also thought, um in a similar way to the Hacksaw Ridge, that it really reminds you of, oh, I don't know, like the idiocy of the prejudices, that, yeah. what there were. And for me, maybe just being a modern person, maybe mm-hmm. just not being from the areas in which this yeah. is from, I don't know, whatever. just seems like absurd in the extreme. Yeah. Like different toilets, different drinking things. Mm. Like, I don't know, but it's just tiringly stupid. It's just yeah. like, really, come on. I don't know. But I feel like it's good that it reminds you of that. Yeah. Without kind of being too heavy-handed. Yeah. It kind of is just like, well, this is what that would mean. Yeah. You implement things like that. This is how it impacts this woman's life. Yeah. This really clever, really valuable woman's mm. life. Um, this is how she experiences the world because of those rules. Yeah. And because of those prejudices. And I just thought it was good. It wasn't too heavy handed. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you sense that people were racist. You sense that there were prejudices, but no one really said it. Like no yeah. one was really like, yeah, yeah, you know, I think this, mm. it was kind of underlying bubbling, you know, like Kirsten Dunst has obviously got these yeah. you know prejudices and there's that great line when Octavia Spencer says to her uh, she's uh, Kirsten Dunst says something like I'm not racist you know or something like that yeah and she says I know uh, I know you think you're not or I yeah. understand that you think that you be- you're not I, yeah, I, you believe. I believe that you believe that yeah like well done you yeah and I was like yeah that's really true yeah um yeah so I love that um and the only thing that I didn't like about it and this is really again a very minor thing mm. um was that I thought it was quite simplified for the audience in terms of the science part of it. And of course it's going to be, Mm. of course. Um, But I don't know. I felt like it would have been better if they talked about that a bit more to really enhance how clever she was and what she was doing. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah I would have liked maybe a little bit to dial that up a little bit because mm. I thought let's not dumb it down like yeah. let's not make it seem like a mean feat like yeah. it's something that was you know really kind of admirable and really yeah. clever really amazing yeah um, so yeah sorry I feel like I've talked a long time no, let's no, no. see what you thought of it um well I'm I'm changing it on the fly um oh are you yeah Discussion is changing it for you. Yeah, I need a little bit. I need a little bit. Um, so structure, I absolutely get on board with. Feel good story, I absolutely get on board with. It's very easy, I think, to dismiss something that yeah. is a feel good film. Yeah. But I think it's actually difficult to do it well, and difficult to do it where it's not manipulative or not too kind of uh, like mm-hmm. this was a real story and a real triumph, mm. and I think that's. That's actually a, a, a deceptively difficult thing to get right, and I think this got it very right. Yeah, agreed. Um, and again, yeah, the bad guy, like with Hell or High Water, just very easy to get behind. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Like, you're not going to use How the same coffee this, thing yeah. when she's not she's not fucking sucking the coffee out of the yeah. you know dispenser thing. You don't have to have sex with that. Them. Just drops like, into a cup and then yeah. she drinks out of that cup. It's like come it's on. Absurd. Yeah. And also it's like Sheldon. what do you think would happen really? Yeah. Like I'd love to ask someone like that. Yeah. What are you afraid of? Yeah. What is it here mm. that you think? Yeah. Because it's just mm. insane. Yeah, because I, I I feel I mean maybe I'm just being naive, but I feel like it can't have been as bad as the Nazis propaganda against Jews. Because they just thought that they I weren't. It was. Really? In places, of course, you can't have rules that That's like crazy. that without severe, you know, prejudices that yeah. people truly believed. But they like, have in been terms of efficiency, like people may have felt like, oh, they're they're bad or they're worse or whatever. But I, I don't think I don't so. Know. You think about like the Confederate flag and stuff. There were people yeah. in power. People are, you know, you think about even Trump today. Mm. Just. Put him back for 50 years. What do you think yeah. he would have been saying? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's true. But yeah, a very easy bad guy to get behind. Not yeah. as a, a specific person. Obviously, Kirsten Dunst and Sheldon yeah. were, you know, the, the, the kind of figureheads of it, representatives yeah. of it. But it's, you know, they're against the system. Yeah. The systemic racism that was uh, present. Um, I actually put your bad, your bad thing as a good thing. Oh, you liked it, they kept it simple. I I thought that they did a very good job because, yeah, when you're dealing with maths and calculations of that level, I think it would be very easy, very quick for you to just get lost and just be like, this is just words. This is, I I don't understand any of this. So I felt like they did a good job at showing you how clever she was. I really liked in the the bit where they're working out the kind of trajectories and stuff mm. and the, there's actually a, a, a look of her having to work it out yeah and working it out with everybody else yeah because that's the bad point that I've, I've got there but um, I liked that you you saw how I, I think I got how clever she was especially oh. the one where she goes into that briefing with all like the top big wigs yeah and she does all the working out on the board in like eight seconds yeah and she's talking her way through it and you don't really hear what she's saying you don't really pay attention to what she's saying yeah but you get the sense that like there's nobody else this that can do this clever. yeah, yeah. Um, because yeah I think that's a very difficult thing when yeah. you're dealing with a, a thing that's like you know literally kind of physics of a you know a, an almost unfathomable mm-hmm. you know it's like trying to us trying to teach 
adding to a lion or to a you know a yeah. dog or whatever it's like it's not going to work out yeah um so i thought well actually that was quite good okay controversial um the, yeah the 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 bad point i per, and again i think it's a, quite a um maybe a bit persnickety but that she it, it made everybody else look stupid i think what do you mean? in regard to her like they were by far and away like the most genius people that have ever lived hmm. like Octavia Spencer picks up this manual and starts learning about the computer yeah, see, that, and then she knows more about that than anybody than the people who invented the thing the IBM people although yeah see with that I got from that that she was yes very clever but also very kind of tenacious and hard working yeah she worked at learning that yeah um, whereas the people that came in I guess maybe had a little bit of a kind of um uh, what's the word blase kind of yeah I can do this I'm really clever you know maybe, maybe. just a bit more and she was a bit more like I'm going to figure it out yeah. I don't know with that I, I didn't get that Octavia Spencer was the cleverest person in the world I got that she was kind of like I'm going to work at it I'm going to make it work like yeah I, I maybe. really liked that actually and then Taraji P. Henson as well was I mean, she just was, yeah. Yeah. Just Um, super clever. You know, you think, well, this is a whole room full of people who one would assume are, if not as intelligent... I can can buy that she's the cleverest person in the room. Yeah. But it just made it seem like she was a university student and everyone else was in primary school. Yeah. Um, A little bit. Like, if, if in that thing where they're trying to work out how to do the thing if it had been maybe her and Sheldon, even just one working other person together. working together and him suggesting yeah. things and that's like, oh, that's a good idea because then maybe we can do this and blah, blah, yeah. blah. But it just felt like... Um, I don't know. With which, her, though, I think she was a genius, right? It's like having... Um, uh, what's his face? Old, clever clogs, science man. Stephen Hawking. Yeah. Like, you know, you just kind of get these people occasionally who are just better than everyone else. Yeah. I don't know. I took it like that. Okay. That she was, she was a genius, and, yeah. and that she was cleverer than these these cleverest of people. Yeah, and that was just yeah, maybe. Yeah, I just thought it was a, it was a little bit convenient. Yeah, it was a little bit like I don't know. What, what, and it's it's one of those things, kind of like the the Hacksaw Ridge thing of like, well, this is a true story. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, but it seems a little yeah far fetched yeah. as a as a cinematic story of like, oh, and then this guy just saved a hundred people. Yeah. You're like, really? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> well, it just seems a <laughs> yeah. bit weird. And that she is, you know, she's somebody who's downtrodden because she's a woman. She's downtrodden because she's black. And yet she's four times cleverer than anybody else in the room. Seems a little convenient. Just think it happens. Even if it's in a... Yeah. yeah. But yeah. still, from a story point of view, for me watching a film... Yeah, you were um, like... I just thought it was a little bit... You were on the side of the white man again, weren't you? I just thought, why are they even letting her in then? <laughs> um, no, I just, yeah, I just thought it was it, it came across as a little bit convenient. But I, you know, I, I going into it, I was I was ready to give this five stars. Uh oh. Um, but I just thought it's yeah, I just think so. It's you've gone down to quite, four. I'd gone down to four. And the, the other four. the other plus point I was going to have was the soundtrack because I thought that was really yeah. good. I thought it was good that it was kind of more modern. It was all kind of very much kind of black music so it made it very yeah. much a kind of triumphant story yeah. of, of kind of yeah mm. overcoming racism which yeah. I thought gave it a lot of energy and a lot of yeah things. yeah it was a film of a lot of energy yeah I think I gave it four out of five but my, my minus point was very minor so if, it yeah, feels if we, like if, if we, we did, did halves, halves it would, it would be, be four out of half okay okay so 
Lastly. Lastly. Elle est finalement euh, Lyon. Lion. Euh, Lyon. So, uh, what, is, what is it for you? <laughs> this is bad. This is bad. This is the last one I did. No, it's, I don't know. Uh, a couple of uh, a couple of Pixar films. Oh dear. Oh, actually, yeah. Go on. It's like Wally. Yes. Meets Finding Nemo. I was going to do Finding Nemo, but then I thought that's silly. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a load of old shit. Who would be so stupid <laughs> as to do that? Me. Um, why Why Wally? Wally, for me, um, one of my favourite things about Wally is the beginning part of it, um, yeah. where it's just him on his own on a planet. You get a real sense of how alone he is. You get a real sense of how awful the surroundings he has are. And all of that is achieved with no dialogue. That's true. That's a good. Point. And this is the it, they did the same kind of thing at the beginning of this. Yeah. That you just it's just this one little thing in a a kind of a huge terrifying environment. Yeah. And as much as lots of people are talking around him, it's the, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought it did a very good job. And then finding Nemo, obviously, going on a, a kind of ridiculous, crazy globe trotting adventure Mission. to find. Find your a member of family. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Good. Thank Good. you. I think mine Good. is better, I'll be honest with you. Uh-oh, I mean, someone's I proud. I don't think it's very hard. I'm proud of one of them. Sure. One I'm a little ashamed about. Um, <laughs> so I I'll said I can get. Slumdog Millionaire. Bit obvious, but yeah, sure. Yeah, it is obvious, but... It's it the is, same bloody guy. No, that's not why. I'm talking about the first part in right. which Dev Patel is in neither of those. So I haven't seen Slumdog Millionaire. Haven't you? No. Wow. You are so ridiculous. Anyway, it's a very good <laughs> film. And it's about this kind of um, uh, impoverished country, i.e. India. and uh, But it shows it with this kind of like different spin. It's not like, oh my God, isn't it awful? They're all poor and everybody's awful and we should send aid to this country immediately. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they're poor, but they have these lovely like... Uh, they have difficulties. Of course they have difficulties. Mm. But they have these kind of lovely hearts in the middle of them. Yeah. These family units and these these relationships that are really kind of easy to get behind and easy to find endearing. Um, so that... Um, yeah, I would agree with that. That it's good that it kind of... It shows what is objectively a terrible situation Yeah. at the beginning. Like scrabbling around Super for whatever poor, you can get. Yeah, yeah. But it's never... Treated it's not like, like, oh my god, we're in tears yeah, all the time. This is the worst. Yeah. It's like, actually, I love just, my mum and yeah. I love our relationship. Hanging out with my brother. And love, and yeah, I have these funny little things. Yeah. Yeah, so that I thought it, it has a That's similar true. approach. Nice. Um, Meets, and this is the one I'm proud of. Uh oh. Philomena. Oh, right? interesting. That's very good, yeah. Because there's this kind of um, idea of being separated mm-hmm. from a loved one. Um, at a very young age mm. and that there's this kind of feeling of being incomplete yeah without them yeah without finding them again yeah and it has that same kind of uh, persistence the yeah. same kind of emphasis on this is really important for me yeah. this is like I have to do this mm. it's not I want to it's yeah. I have to to have any kind of peace in my life yeah. I have to do this mm. and I think they have that same kind of emphasis and it taught you know it's, it's about adoption yeah. it's about children and mothers and mm. I think it's I think it's got really sim- similar 
issues, yeah. uh, albeit addressed very differently. Yeah, that's um, a very good one. But yeah, I was quite proud of that. You should be. Well, I am. <laughs> so. So Lion is just in case you don't know. Um, so a young boy in India gets separated from his family, gets adopted by somebody in Australia, and then has to tri- goes on a quest. To goes find on a quest to find his family. Yeah. Job done. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, what are your pluses and minuses? Okay, so I thought it was really cinematic, and yes. um, I guess a couple of these kind of joined together. But I thought, particularly the first half was just. Like, it's weird to say beautiful because it showed a lot of awful things, mm. but it, it showed it beautifully. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, again, maybe weird, but it was very cinematic. Mm. It, it did a really good job of making, like you're saying with Wally, like making him seem so alone and just mm. so small. Yeah. Just so small, like heartbreakingly small. Mm. Um, and I just thought, for a part of the film, like, and I'm not a big one for no dialogue you know visuals and I just thought it did such a good job of telling a story Mm. at the beginning there without somebody telling me what was happening Mm. or you know yeah um so I thought that was really really good um I thought it was I think going along with that point at the beginning very subtle in its kind of storytelling it doesn't really tell you what's going on a lot of the time yeah you meet characters who you assume are not good but maybe good. Or you assume are good, but then maybe not good. Yeah, exactly. And mm. um, Kind of mirrors how he probably would be viewed yeah, in the world. Yeah, this kind of I don't really understand what's going on yeah. kind of view. Um, so I thought it was very subtle with that. Like, and it told his story kind of very frankly, but very subtly. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like, oh, it was awful and this mm. happened. You know, he had some nice little moments like when that little child... Um, pushes over some cardboard yeah. and says like you can sleep here without yeah. them speaking to each other yeah. nice little moments like that like um, uh, yeah I just think I just thought it was very subtle in that mm. sense and it was very good at portraying a mood yeah. at the beginning of him being in a childlike way kind of somewhat hopeful yeah. but still in quite a you know really kind of desolate mm. position a really difficult yeah. Place, so I thought that was really good. Um, I put again; these are all very similar, but I feel like I don't know. I had a lot of positives. Um, I thought, you know, in and in and of in the middle of all of this is an amazing story, mm-hmm. an amazing story about like being super unlucky mm. um, and super kind of lucky as well Mm. like so unlucky to be parted from his family in the way that he was so lucky to be adopted into Mm. a family that loved him Mm -hmm. and then so lucky to be reunited yeah um and so it's yeah again kind of like a feel-good story you just like it warms your soul Mm. somewhat as much as it kind of shakes your soul in other parts um and so having a story like that i mean you just can't you know, that's a really good place to start. You've yeah. got a really solid, really inspirational, really interesting story yeah. at your core, which I think this did have. And then I thought the the acting was very good. I thought yeah. Dev Patel was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Nicole Kidman was actually really good as well. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I thought those two kind of really, uh, yeah, made for a really moving portrayal of the yeah. story. Um, and... Th- 
the, the scene at the end where he's reunited and his mum and mm. that's just like heartbreaking yeah um so I thought the acting with the story was really good. And the only thing that I didn't like, which is actually kind of a big didn't like, mm-hmm. was that I felt like the adult... Indians. <laughs> the adult <laughs> part of the story was uh, kind of washed over somewhat. I would have loved to know more about him as an adult. Yeah. More about how he felt, the way, why he was the way he was, um, you know, what, what his life had been. Mm. Uh, in Australia yeah. up until that point um, I thought the, the relationships with his mum and the relationship with Rooney Mara could have been mm-hmm. better yeah. uh, could have been more developed and so yeah it's quite it's quite a big negative I think but mm. it's the only it's like one the that I have the film. yeah yeah yeah, because I still thought he was a great actor and mm. I still thought the film was really good and I still was really obviously behind him and wanted so much for this kind of um, this reuniting you know but yeah I just would have loved to have a little bit more depth in yeah. the second half yeah yeah what about you I mean I, I think I've pretty much done similar ones to you I said the cinematography was lovely yeah that was really nice at the beginning really there was lots of it's a, a shot might even be the first shot or one of the first shots of him and there's all these kind of butterflies around him and oh, stuff oh yeah and that's like beautiful almost yeah. ma- magical but then yeah like you say it's it's portrayed as like oh this is just his life and this is a lovely life and he's here with his family and stuff yeah. but then the actual kind of facts of his life are like this is yeah shit, he's this impoverished is yeah, yeah. Um, but I thought the cinematography did a nice job of like like you say almost the more beautiful it looks the more terrible you know that it is yeah because you're like, oh wow, yeah, this, this yeah, I don't know, the, the kind of contrast between them. Um, I thought that the, um, yeah, the it, it's weird because you kind of want to put something both in the good side and the bad side. I liked that the beginning, like you say, it didn't need to explain too much because it was a very simple story. Yeah. It was little boy gets somewhere lost. that he gets lost and needs to go back and find his mum. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much the story all the way through. Mm. Um, but yeah, by the, so that's a good point. That at the beginning, you don't need to be explained that much because it's a very it's as simple a story as you can mm. you can tell. There's here's a protagonist, mm. here's an obstacle, and here's or here's here's a goal, and here are obstacles that prevent him from getting to that goal. Mm. But then by the time you get to the second half, and there's twenty years of stuff like mm. how is that formative experience? affected who he is as an adult how does he relate to his brother what's I'd lo- would have loved yeah, to have seen more kind of with his brother of what's, with yeah. what's wrong with him is that just because the terrible things that he's seen why are they so different um, the Rooney Mara stuff she she kind of seemed a bit pointless mm. to, to a degree I would have liked to have seen a bit more with her I thought yeah the, the pretty much that one scene where he comes back and sees Nicole Kidman and she's in the chair and uh, his dad and the brother are off fishing or whatever just that little scene was lovely yeah. but it really makes you want to see more of it yeah. like, well let's let's explore this yeah. this relationship a bit more and it didn't really do that so good that it was simple but also maybe it's a little bit too simple in the second half of it yeah um, uh, I think the, the little cute kid at the beginning oh yeah I didn't mention it you can't kind oh. of overstate how it's that that kind of earnestness, that yeah. kind of simplicity. The fact that he like he doesn't. I can only think of maybe one, maybe two instances of him crying throughout yeah. the whole thing. And I think that's a really like you say. It's 
the opposite of melodrama. Yeah. It's just this little kid, very obviously robust kid, yeah. very strong kid, but just being very, very kind of yeah, scared, but kind of just rolling with it. Yeah, right. Oh, I need to do this thing, so I'm gonna go and do this thing. Yeah. Um yeah, it just all like insanely cute. Yeah. And did remind me of Rowan a little bit, my nephew. Yeah. Something about his little kind of Maybe it's know. just his age. Yeah. Or yeah, maybe. But it's yeah, he was just insanely cute. Yeah. Just supernaturally just, cute. Yeah, just so like a child, that innocence of a child that yeah. just made the whole thing so heartbreaking at the beginning. Yeah. That yeah. we're just like, oh when he says did my mum not reply to the... Yeah. And you're like, oh, duh! I can't deal with this. <laughs> like, yeah, just heart-wrenching. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he was just, yeah, so good. A great, a great um, vessel, I suppose, for the beginning. But, um, and, yeah, I think the ending. I think the ending in... Because it's that's what it's building towards. Yeah. You know that that's what it's building towards. Um, there's... And it's obviously an incredibly emotional scene. It's incredibly, you know, whatever. I think it could very easily have come across as kind of manipulative and a bit cloy and a bit kind of saccharine and yeah. you know, whatever. But I don't think it did. No, I think I, I think either. the the despondency of the the beginning means that you can get away with it. it mm. Everything kind of builds up towards that ending, and the ending is is fantastic because of it. Mm. It really makes you kind of yeah just makes you so happy yeah and that's yeah. how can you how can you be you know anything but happy with yeah. a film that just leaves you on that much of a high yeah um, I think it was great yeah same I really liked that ending mm. I just thought I mean it was sad in a kind of yeah relieving way like and oh and there were certain finally. bits of yeah sadness but overall it was just this yeah. kind of wonderful yeah kind of cathartic yeah kind of reunion and yeah yeah, yeah, I thought yeah, I really liked it. Mm. So, what did you give it? Uh, there was a four. Same. There's another four. So, we've got three out of five for Fences, two out of five for Hacksaw Ridge, and then four out of five for Hell or High Water, Hidden Figures, and Lion. Which, if you've been keeping up with the scores overall, means that um, we can probably get rid of Fences, we can probably get rid of Hacksaw Ridge. But I think, in terms of our votes, all of the other yeah, films all four out of five. are all four out of five, which means there's everything to play for in our next podcast, which will be our Oscars predictions one, which yes. we'll be doing in you know within the next however many hours because the Oscars start in less than four hours. Um, so yes, uh, dear listener, uh, do you agree? Do you disagree? Good lord, this has gone on for a long time, um, but we talked about five films. There's a on. lot. There's a lot yeah. to talk about in those five films. Um, yes, Tiffany B, thank you so much. Um, for joining me and being so lovely thank you Um, and uh, dear listener for listening to this uh, and and, you know if you have any thoughts if you have any questions any queries any disagreements uh, you just want to call me a dickhead um, uh, facebook.com forward slash the Daniel Swan website danielswan.squarespace.com twitter and instagram at palugin p-a-l-o-o-g-i-n or just send me an email danielswan41 at gmail.com um, so yeah for listening to this and for listening to our next uh, episode that I know you're going to want to listen to oh, yeah. um, we've been building up to it we've been working hard on it for about three months um, Oscars predictions uh, yeah only one thing to say cheers cheers <laughs>